My friends, having just read the Passion of our Lord, um, on this Palm Sunday, we can reflect upon a number of uh, points with regard to both the Palms and the Passion. Um, Palms are a sign of peace. Uh, The Palm branches, which uh, after the conclusion of the Mass will be available outside the church uh, for the majority of the day, are meant to be a sign of peace. Um, They're meant to be peace with God, a sign of peace in the world, a sign of peace within ourselves. Peace with God, that we um, need to be at peace with God. Sin has separated us from Almighty God, and that as a result, we need peace with God. And so on this day, when we have our palm, when we bless and process with palm branches um, and take them into our homes, it shouldn't just be like, oh, I get something from church today. Um, rather, this is meant to be that there is peace being won this week between me and God. That that peace, uh, the, the destruction of my relationship with God that happens through sin is being accomplished. The peace is being accomplished this week in all that we celebrate in this Holy Week. And that primarily the peace with God, the redemption for, from sin, occurs in the passion and death of our Lord. That Jesus wins that peace with God for us. It's almost like, you know, I, I can kind of think as well, during this, this time of um, pandemic, uh, it can give us good reason to pause each in our own lives and ask, are we at peace with God? And maybe we feel, you know, the palm branch appears in the Old Testament, the book of Genesis, in the story of Noah, where Noah sends out the dove from the ark to see if the floodwaters have receded, And then when they have, the dove brings back what? A palm branch, showing that the time of tribulation, the flood, is coming to an end. You know, I'm checking the news every day to see, is this time coming to an end? It looks like it's only really getting started. Um, But that uh, we want that peace. We desire that peace. And so we can pray that eventually, um, hopefully soon, that the dove comes back with the palm branch, saying that this flood of a virus affecting so many, um, taking the lives of many, destroying the livelihood of so many, um, that that floodwaters, uh, that they will recede. Peace with God. Am I personally at peace with Almighty God? Uh, Have I reconciled with the Lord if through the virus of sin I've been separated from him? If the virus of sin has made me ill, and apart from God. Um, Have I reconciled with him? Peace with God. And then we want peace in the world. That once we've had our peace with God, that's how you achieve world peace. The secret to world peace is easy. Peace with God first, and then it's possible to have peace on earth. But without the peace of God, we're not able to have that peace in the world. And so we want um, peace throughout our world. And when we see other people getting palm branches and when we see, you know, people with palms throughout the, the city and the state and the nation and throughout the whole world, like, yeah, we want peace. Like, we want peace among one another. I will tell you, if you're watching this and you're going to come and get your palm later, um, like, if there's people fighting for palms in the parking lot of churches today, like, that breaks the whole point, right? We should have peace. 
And I think we are seeing in our world in this time um, that there is a certain amount of peace. There's a certain amount of people desiring to work together. Our mayor here in the city says, um, just think beyond yourself, right? Like, think beyond, don't be, don't be stupid um, going out, risking getting other people sick because whatever, I'm, I'm young, I can handle it, right? Like, no, think beyond yourself. This virus throughout the world is causing us to have to do that, um, to be able to um, be considerate not just of ourselves, but of others. Peace throughout the world. And then peace in ourselves, right? I think we don't often think about that we want to have peace within ourselves. Many of us this time are spending a lot of time alone. Who knows? Um, there's probably a lot of people today uh, watching Mass all alone who should be gathered with the community. Here we are in the church, you know, myself, uh, Sarah able to sing, Chris Servant, and our focused missionaries looking after uh, the needs of our student in this time, our students in this time. But how much we would re- like to be gathered with the entire community, but that we find ourselves alone, isolated. And there's a lot of time now for self-reflection. There's a lot of time to look to see, uh, am I at peace within myself? Am I okay myself, being alone with myself? And my thoughts? Am I at peace or am I continually at war with myself? Am I at war with my passions and my sins? The key to peace with self is to keep up the interior struggle. You know, if we're not in the medical field or in the science field or in the public, if it, public service, maybe we feel like there's not too much we can be doing to help in this time. Well, we should focus then on How do we get peace in ourselves, being considerate of others, but then also, how can I be better at the end of this time? Interior struggle, and particularly interior struggle struggle through um, suffering, through accepting our sufferings and our burdens, accepting our cross. If anyone would want to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. And so we need to be willing to go through that struggle ourselves. And we need to embrace uh, the full weight of the cross. Our Lord embraces his cross. And we see, particularly in many of the details of Matthew's passion, um, that our Lord embraces the full suffering of the cross. Right? Um, He's betrayed by his friend Judas. Uh, Peter, James, and John can't even stay awake long enough to pray for him when he's clearly in such distress. His disciples abandon him. Peter, his right-hand man, denies him at the threats of, by the way, notice the detail, a little girl, right? A little girl comes up like, aren't you one of the disciples? No, no, he starts swearing away. Like, you know, they, they all fall apart. He's mocked. He's beaten. He's spit upon. Our Lord embraces the fullness of rejection. He, and as we read through this entire Passion account, Like, it's not, there's no sparing him. He gets no breaks in this. They just continue to mock and revile him. And he takes it all, embracing the cross. Again, when he gets to to Calvary, it's a detail we might not get, but they try to give him some wine mixed with gall. That was like a narcotic. That would have numbed him a bit to the pain of what was going to happen. And he doesn't drink it. He says after tasting it, he doesn't drink it. Because he doesn't want to just be numbed through this. 
Rather, he's embracing all of the suffering that is coming. And then even when he's on the cross, they continue to mock him. Let him come down and we will believe. Our Lord is mocked and reviled, even on the cross, and those who were with him. He embraces the full weight of suffering. How much um, do we need that? Maybe we want to not. Maybe we just want to get through this time. Maybe we want, maybe we want to be numbed. Maybe where we are being numbed, either by using this time to numb ourselves through different substances, or maybe numbing ourselves through just binging on media and trying to just get through this. We should embrace the cross. That's how we have peace in ourselves, by embracing the struggle, the cross. And so we ask our Lord to give us that grace to imitate him in his passion, that we embrace our cross today, that we embrace whatever circumstance we find ourselves in this time of pandemic, uh, that we continue to pray for all of those who are ill. We pray for all of those who are taking care of the sick, the doctors and nurses and other healthcare professionals who are um, doing their part. We pray for public officials who are continuing to try to keep uh, us all safe and make good, prudent, informed decisions. We pray for our church leaders who've had to make some very difficult decisions um, about liturgies and church openings in this time. Um, This is the passion. The bride of Christ this year is living the passion with our Lord. And so we want peace as the church. Peace first and foremost with God. Peace in the world among all peoples. And then peace with ourselves, overcoming our sinful tendencies. This is what will make these palm branches uh, meaningful in our lives. And this is what will help us to see in the branches which we hopefully are able to receive today the sign of the peace of God won for us by the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ.